Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Twelve here on a Friday afternoon. I'm Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk on eight hundred KIVQ.FM, rock dot com five fifty. The 500 sound irritated it's because I am. Uh, technology pisses me off, and that's just the way it is, folks. Um, you know, I got to tell you, uh, um, I guess we're having all sorts of plane flight difficulties getting into Albuquerque. I guess the weather sucks and everything else. Uh, the plane that I was on today, um, I want to say it almost crashed. Uh, I've never had a landing almost as bad as that. It was as bad as that, but it didn't. It didn't phase me at all. I just didn't really care. I just don't think about it. I say, uh, I say the rosary up. I say the rosary down, and I don't really much care about all that stuff. I figure that's the time I'm supposed to go. That's the time I'm supposed to go. There's the win just in time. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for jumping in to the here on the Friday afternoon um, broadcasting wherever I can broadcast at this point. Uh, I decided to go and delay my flight by a day because apparently the city of Albuquerque airport handle traffic when there is a significant of weather uh no surprise there, but that's sort of the way that it goes uh, you know, musk hour one and there's only an hour one here on the friday afternoon uh, we've been working hard for the response for the gubernatorial uh candidates let me go ahead and uh get to a little better section this is going to be a commercial free hour one because uh, we go through all the responses um and um let's see watch at Rock of Talk TV, and I have to talk about these responses because I was waiting for them, and there was some correspondence that was going back because uh, the gubernatorial candidates were reaching out directly to me. And uh, folks were a conservative outlet, were a conservative station. Um, doubt is sort of the libertarian angle of this. And there are a couple of people who did not respond. And even now, as of this writing, uh, sending me a text message in response. I was A, too tired, or B, I think the questions directed towards me, uh, that's the wrong approach. You know, Michelle Long Grisham, say what you will about her, okay? I, I'm not a fan. But anyway, I think I could do her job 10 times better than her all day long, twice on Sunday. Um, as a gubernatorial candidate, you can't be tired, you can't have excuses, and the buck always stops with you. That when these questions are sent out to you, and I didn't prepare these, Dowd works harder than I do when it comes to this stuff. I read maybe probably as much as Dowd does, but I read all sorts of BS stuff. I just pay attention to things. Boy, I just love, I love the sirens. Thank you. And the wind and everything else, all the background noise. Hope bring that back here. It's just unbelievable. Let's let that pass. Uh, Dowd, why don't you tell us how you're doing? Uh, we will let these sirens respond to whatever on the background. Go ahead, sir. Uh, I am uh, I am well, and uh, I guess the good news is we got three answers from three men, and uh, the bad news is we got no answers from two women. Uh, I will say, Eddie, that uh, two of the three respondents, I think, were, were, were quite detailed. Uh, one candidate I thought would be the weakest candidate was actually surprisingly stronger than I, I thought he would be. Uh, another candidate was very vocal about calling out uh, the failings of his own party, 
Uh, and uh, I got to say, there's some surprises in that list of answers. And I think we've got some good good information to bring to people. And of course, this is all available at rockoftalk.chat, but it ain't for free, folks. You got to sign up less than a cost cup of coffee at Starbucks once a month, less than 20 cents a day. Well, uh, Jay Block just responded about an hour ago. He was texting me while I was like in the middle of traveling. And uh, he had stated that he had subscribed some time ago. He did not. Um, and uh, he did make up for it by subscribing in the last hour. Doubt, I think I sent oh. that to, over to you. So, hey, whatever oh. it takes, you know, these guys. But uh, he is subscribing, whereas Mark Ronchetti has not. And neither has Greg. Has Greg Zanetti subscribed? Not to my knowledge, no. Yeah, not to my knowledge. I don't think he has. So I guess uh, Jay Block is the only subscriber. He was also the first to respond. He's also the person that won the, uh, I should say, the, the uh, actual primary um itself what for whatever that's worth within the republican party i don't i don't put much uh, value in it in, in that uh, i will say that it is worth the fact that he did win the primary by a few votes over rebecca dow who did not respond nope. ladies and gentlemen uh rebecca dow did not respond and i have a problem with that because she sent me a text this morning said she was too tired i don't care how tired you are you know we didn't move the she wouldn't have expected me to do the line for anybody else. I wouldn't do that for them. And, you know, we're an equal opportunity offender. We're also an equal opportunity uh, opportunist in that if you want to, we're going to treat just exactly that way. You can call me all the names that you want. You can say I'm this and I'm that. But what we are is, okay, am I back yet? Uh, you are back. I can hear you, sir. Uh, okay, this is just this is trouble. Dad, I'm gonna allow, uh, have you take most of this. Uh, sure. Take most of this on, okay? I just want to preface this by I'm not sure exactly how well you can. How, please tell me how well you can hear me. Right now, very good. Okay, so hopefully we'll we'll stay there. These winds are ridiculous. Just making me upset. Okay, so very quickly, we would have given any of the gubernatorial candidates the opportunity. We ask them incessantly to respond to these questions, okay? The reason why we did this now a week ahead of time is because 30 day, well, 37 days, 36 days from now, the early voting will end, okay? The other, the flip side to this is that those gubernatorial candidates have until, I believe, is, is it Monday or next Friday to get out of the race? Oh, I don't know, Eddie. You know, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go digging on that. Yeah, I think it's I think it's Monday. I think is the actual day. Um, Ethel Maharj, I know you waited at my door. You wanted an interview, but you didn't respond to our actual interview and our questions. You need to exit the race. You're wasting our time. You're wasting your time. You're wasting the people's resources. And you've got great people who are working for you, and that's good. Um, if you haven't raised a significant amount of money, you know I'd like for you to leave, but. If you think you can win it without a significant amount of money, I think that's an insult to the Republicans and to the race itself. Uh, congratulations to Mark Ronchetti, uh, however hard it might be for many of you to actually say that. But if Mark Ronchetti is raising $2.1, $2.2 million, and he responded to our questions and was very responsive, I hate to say it, guys, uh, this is Mark Ronchetti's race to lose at this point, as far as I'm concerned. Okay. The guy who's willing to leave his job and willing to go and do what he's willing to do. And, you know, I love I love Greg Zanetti. I love Jay Block. Um, I like Rebecca. I did, there's nothing 
wrong with Rebecca. I got to say that lately I was, you know, starting to pull for her. To be quite honest, I uh, like the the amount of money she had raised and things like that. But you can never be too tired to respond to these questions uh, that have been put out for you, and not by a conservative, but by a libertarian. And I think that they were fair. And if you think that these questions were directed towards you, grow some thicker skin. You don't have thick enough skin to actually be in the race. There's a reason why we put this information out there. We are in a serious crisis in the state of New Mexico. We have real problems. The types of problems that uh, states would never have nightmares about. We have right here in the state of New Mexico. And we have to get you to pay attention to them. And we can't get you to pay attention to you, to any of them, if your gubernatorial candidates like Ethel Maharge aren't responding and then begging for interviews and only have $13,000 on hand. You have no business in the race. Get out of the damn race, please. You're wasting every single person's time. Okay? If you haven't raised the money, you're wasting everyone's time because you have no money for media coverage, okay? We appreciate the people who have taken the time to go ahead and, and invest and get a subscription, et cetera, et cetera, into all the things uh, for rockoftalk.chat. But we've got three candidates who have responded. Mark Ronchetti, leading money winner uh, on that. Congratulations to Mark Ronchetti. I think he has a real solid chance if we can get enough Republicans uh, you know, to get behind him during the uh, actual general. Do I think that he's the best candidate? No, not by a long shot. <laughs> but does he want it bad enough? Does he want to win? I hate to say it. Guts, what is it, that, that great line? Guts is enough. Guts is enough sometimes, okay? And if he is displaying a real a want, a real desire to go ahead and want to do this stuff, this ain't easy, folks. This isn't easy. Putting yourself out there, running for office. Greg Zanetti, you know, th that's not easy for him. He's been doing it for some time. He's a different kind of candidate. Jay Block, you're putting himself out there. You know, these guys, but, and the fact that they actually answered these questions, I think, is really good. So congratulations to the men in the race and the women. Wow. There it is. Oh, Ethel, Rebecca, I would have loved to have you respond, but you chose not to. Okay. And uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know at this point if they didn't have time to respond to the questions. Do we continue to have time to respond to them for interviews? You know, I owe, owe none of them anything at this point. Um, I think we've got enough. Uh, and I'd love to actually at this point, I've done an interview with Zanetti. I've done an interview with uh with Jay Block. I'd love to interview Mark Ronchetti, and I think he needs to be, I think now is about the point where I think he needs to be into the key, but I think that that'd be a, a good thing, and um, I think we need to hear from all the candidates. So, Dowd, without further ado, uh, why don't you rifle off, uh, since I seemingly have no wind behind me, and I'm not taking the plane back, because I guess, uh, Eric, if I'm not mistaken, the wind is just uh, howling back home. 70 to 75 mile an hour, uh, 75 mile an hour gusts. It's pretty tough out there, uh, from yeah, what I'm hearing. Crazy. Yeah, it's crazy out here. All right, Dowd, go ahead. Uh, the floor is yours for the next 36 minutes, and I'll step in where I need to, but uh, sure. we'll run until the top of the hour, sir. Yeah, uh, well, let me just set, before I go to the first question, and I know we only have the hour, very quickly, Eddie, I'll just say we started contacting the candidates Sunday night. Unfortunately, some of the candidates have only form. Uh, forms on their website, not direct emails to reach uh, specific staffers or the candidates themselves. So I had to do what I had to use with what I had. Uh, eventually, we ended up hooking up with Rebecca Dow. She got the questions Tuesday night at 820. So she had 
let's see, Wednesday, Thursday, she had 48 hours plus an extra four. She had 52 hours to respond. Uh, none of the questions were targeted at her. They were general public policy questions. The fact that she's a legislator and she's involved with some of these issues may make her think they were targeted at her, uh, but they are not. And, and we'll, we'll go through each question now and, and, and uh, you'll see that they were not targeted at her. Uh, number one, I started this off to look at the health of the parties the last time the party tried to get the governorship and what a, an abysmal performance was turned in by uh, the nominee there. Number one, the party's 2018 nominee for governor lost to his Democratic opponent by more than 14 points. Why did his messaging and policy positions fail to connect with voters? Uh, don't don't think that has anything to do with Rebecca Dow. Doesn't doesn't mention Rebecca Dow. Just asks about the Republican Party in New Mexico. Uh, now we're going to read them in the order that I published them on the website. I used three Legos. That was the white Lego for Mr. Ronchetti. This was the gray Lego for Mr. Zanetti, and this is the brown Lego for Mr. Block. And I would jumble them up like dice in my hands, and then I would pick one out, and that would be the order uh, that the the questions are answered in order. Because I didn't want to give one candidate the first crack at every question, one candidate the last crack. So we mixed it up to make it perfectly okay, so, fair. So, Dowd, who responded first? Who was the first to deliver his messages? Okay. Um, the first answers came in on Thursday at 2.46 p.m. That was the Zanetti camp. Okay, second. Uh, the second, and this gets a little complicated, uh, the Ron Ketty people were at 6.01 p.m. on Friday saying we're going to try to get them to you tonight. And I responded saying, you know, the deadline's the same for you as it is for everybody, midnight. And that would be 6.01 yesterday. And then, yeah, and then they got it in at 10.55, an hour and five minutes to go. J Block had gotten it in 12 minutes earlier at 10.43 p.m. Uh, last night. So uh, some guys really pushed it. Uh, the Zanetti camp was a lot closer. And of course, Dow decided to not show up at all. <laughs> all right, there you go. All right, Dow. Uh, Jay Block's answer to this question about the status of the party and losing so badly in 2018. I think midterm elections are always referendums on the incumbent president. And across the country, our party took heavy losses. 2018. This year, we are poised to have a huge red wave because of the failed policies of Biden and MLG that have devastated our state. We now see the awful handling of MLG's response to COVID to include her incompetence and corruption on many levels. New Mexicans want change, and they want a candidate who is not part of the swamp or political elite, and that is why I won the state convention and will win the nomination to face the failed and disgraced governor. Uh, forceful response, Eddie, I would say, but not really answering the question about what went wrong uh, in 2018. Moving on to Mr. Ron Ketty. I have uh, if I could say something on Jay Block's question, a better way for him to phrase that mm -hmm. would be for him to address it from the standpoint, we're not going to win because Biden failed, but because the Republicans have a better platform and a focus on gun control, economy, um, privatizing education, money following the, the, the children. I think there was a better way. You want to frame it in terms of positives, not negatives. I think, Jay, um, if I may speak directly to you, because I know that he, he's definitely listening as well as the other candidates, that's the better way to phrase it. People don't want you to complain about somebody else to sell your position. To win in sales and running for governor is salesmanship. Let's make no mistake about that. You want to talk about what you can do, not what the others aren't doing. Mm -hmm. uh, agreed, Eddie, and I think you're going to really like our third answer from our third candidate on this question. But right now, we're going to move on to number two, Mr. Ron Ketty. Quote, I have proven that I can run the type of campaign that connects with New Mexicans. It's rare that a Senate candidate outperforms the top of the ticket in his or her state, but we did that here. In fact, I perform better in this respect than any other Republican challenger candidate in the country. 
We did this by staying true to a conservative message that advocates border security, fighting crime, cutting taxes, taking back our schools, and rooting out corruption. My pro-life, pro-Second Amendment message resonated last cycle, and polling already shows us tied with MLG this cycle. That was Mr. Ronchetti's response. Uh, moving on to number three. I have to say that's tight, succinct. Ronchetti is taking also a very strong angle at this and making the claim. That's what we're going to need our candidate to do in the general. Mm -hmm. uh, and I do think, you, I still think you'll prefer number three, Eddie, although I think two was stronger than one. Uh, Mr. Zanetti, quote, again, the question, why did the party do so abysmally bad in 2018? Uh, as General Zanetti, quote, we've been losing elections in New Mexico because of our inability to produce actual plans to solve the complex problems facing this state. Our candidates, including many of those in the current GOP gubernatorial primary, think that witty slogans, photo ops, and vague bullet points will get the job done. It won't. Voters don't want political platitudes, they want solutions. New Mexicans do not need to be told what's wrong with the state. They see it every day. Republicans need to nominate candidates who not only possess a deep understanding of the issues, but also have the ability to effectively convey their plans to fix the problems facing New Mexicans and their families, close quote. All right. So I would probably agree with, with your assessment. However, I'm one voter. I think what's going to resonate maybe a little bit more, I think uh, Zanetti has the most intelligent answer and probably the most realistic answer, uh, but what I think is actually going to resonate, and remember, we have a low political knowledge we're talking about with low information voters. Um, I would probably say that Ron Ketty has learned maybe something from our campaign or my campaign when I ran for mayor, and in that you don't want to kind of boggle down in the details, which you can and can't do of what you will and won't do but what you have done and that's what ron ketty is hitting on and um you know jay mccluskey um without actually ron ketty saying it is lever i mean uh, ron ketty is leveraging jay's intelligence his know-how his years of experience in the answer and i think that probably overall in the population gives him a slight edge as far as i'm concerned if i was looking for it i like Zanetti's answer and uh, all i would say is jay is less whining, more about, hey, what? here's what I, I can do. Like, Jim would have been better off, I think, and this is the first time I'm hearing these answers, and I think everybody should know that. I did not hear any of these. Jay would have been better off had he made the claim, staked the claim that I turned Sandoval County red, Rio Rancho's the best, like, we can make the rest of New Mexico like Rio Rancho, nuclear families, here's the average age, here's the number of jobs, here's what we're doing, this is why Rio Rancho Sandoval County is better than the rest of the state, I want to make the rest of the state just like Rio Rancho. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and we're going to go on to number two, which is another kind of broadly philosophical question, I would say even deeper than my 2018 question. Uh, and again, as you can, as I read this question, ladies and gentlemen, you can clearly see that it was targeted at Rebecca Dow. Uh, it was all about hurting Rebecca Dow. Uh, I will now commence with the quoting of myself. <laughs> all uh, right. Uh, of course, Dow's being very sarcastic. <laughs> uh, I, I think the problems are so, uh, so thick um, with regards to Rebecca Dow and how she looked at this Dowd that I think she may, one of the reasons I think she probably thought they could have been, I'm not saying that, that she did, but maybe she could have pretended that they were directed her uh, at her specifically. You're, of course, being sarcastic. Our listeners should also understand that. Uh, absolutely. Uh, and here it is, the question, uh, my question, word for word. Quote, broadly speaking, has the federal government's dominant presence in the land of enchantment been a driver of economic growth or a millstone that keeps the state dependent on D.C.? 
close quote. Can't, can't, um, I don't see anything about Rebecca Dow in that question. Uh, anyway, uh, anyway, uh, we will go ZBR for the responses here. Uh, Zanetti kicking off, quote, the state is too dependent on government spending at all levels. New Mexico must expand our private sector and substitute government checks with wealth creation, close quote. Uh, pretty short and succinct. Uh, number two. I, I like it. I like wealth creation. There's so much that's impacted it. I love that. It, I don't even know. It, that, of- <laughs> that doesn't even sound like a New Mexican answer. That does not. Yeah, I love that. That's good. I like People it. Okay, what's next? Talk about wealth creation. Right, yeah, we'll, uh, what do we got next? Uh, Jay Block. Uh, Commissioner Block, uh, quote, uh, some, something of a, of a longer answer. Quote, it has been a total disaster. New Mexico relies heavily on government spending, and it has brought poor results across many areas of our state. When you combine heavy government control and spending, you end up with the worst education in the country, the worst rated state to live in, highest child poverty, highest unemployment, FBI's most dangerous state, incredible corruption across all levels of government, and much more. New Mexicans are tired of losing our children to other states and seeing more government land grabs attacking farmers, ranchers, and oil and gas workers. We will end government control, corruption, and depression by making New Mexico a beacon of prosperity, freedom, and hope for all by implementing policies that will drive growth, reduce crime, and provide a world-class education to our children, close quote. All right. I think that's a great answer. I really like it a lot. Um, the problem with the, the only two things with Jay is one, he's not from the private sector. He does work for a management consulting firm now. Uh, so I think, you know, it's hard to criticize when your entire annuity life retirement has been taken from the public sector. And maybe not a lot of people know about that. Um, I happen to do it. So I, I mean, I know a lot about Jay. Um, but uh, Jay Block, that is. Uh, so I would probably say that it would be have been a better answer had he not literally lived in the public sector his entire life. Um, so that would be one one way to. The second thing is you don't want to get caught up on stupid words like implement and policies, and you just don't want to get caught up in that. So I would say to Jay, be more direct, uh, be more affirmative in what you have done and what will do. Uh, kind of coming from the county commissioner uh, uh, seat. Let's hear Ron Ketty. Uh, that's our third candidate for this question, number two, Mr. Ron Ketty. Quote, our state, uh, just let me stop for a moment, ladies and gentlemen, these are all unedited. I am a man of my word. I told the campaigns I will make no alterations. So if you have typos or mistakes or misspellings, I'm leaving it all in as is. I'm reading to you what we received. Mr. Ron Ketty, quote, our state is far too dependent on government spending at all levels. We need to diversify the economy by growing the private sector. That means cutting taxes, not just shuffling them around. We need to lower the tax burden on families and small businesses so they can grow and create more jobs. MLG inherited the largest budget surplus in state history and still raised taxes. She's grown government spending by 40%, and we now have the highest unemployment rate in the nation. That dramatically underscores the point that the path to prosperity is not through increasing government spending. Close quote. All right, I love this answer, um, and uh, yeah, this is good. I like, I like. So there's two things that he did in this answer uh, that he can sort of make the claim. And is one, he went back to the previous governor and talked about the surplus, which huge, right? Because basically, it was Susanna Martinez and Jay McCluskey leaving that behind for uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham, who directly benefited from. Second thing. And this is where I'd give the edge to Ron Ketty on this answer over Greg Zanetti. Uh, and it would just be simply on, on it, it, it's this. 
Zanetti says wealth creation. Again, we're talking to a lower information voter. Zanetti, more highly intelligent as far as I'm concerned, as I've met with all of them, uh, than, than Ron Ketty. Ron Ketty does a better job of communicating how to do that, and that's called tax breaks. We're about to go into recession, folks. We just lost 1,000 points plus in the Dow Jones Industrial Average. The pain is coming. Uh, Ron Ketty gets the edge on question two, so uh, good job there. Question one goes to Zanetti. Uh, question two, I'd give to Ron Ketty. Okay. Uh, moving on, because boy, are we running out of time? Number three. Uh, uh, don't worry about time, Dad. We can we can keep going. So just oh, take great, your time. Great, great, great. Okay. Uh, number three. Uh, and again, these are questions written by me. Uh, and as uh, turn on the sarcasm monitor, uh, as you'll see in this question, another uh, poor, uh, example of my obsession with Rebecca Dow. Uh, number three. Quote: A 2014 analysis by the American Enterprise Institute found that the compensation packages of state bureaucrats significantly surpass quote what private sector employers offer to similarly skilled employees, close quote. Will you appoint a commission to study the pay and benefits disparity and outline reforms, including, if necessary, the repeal of unionism in the public sector to bring compensation fairness to New Mexico? I think I like this question the best. Dowd, you're so direct and you're almost making a demand. And I think that you have earned this. Your study on, no, I'm being serious. Uh, your study on right to work, your evaluation on right to work uh, versus states that aren't right to work and the amount of economic growth, I think begs for this level of attention. Absolutely. Dowd has been working on this particular issue since he came here, maybe day one. <laughs> and if we're talking about right to work and the removal of unions in the state of New Mexico, you want to talk about a pathway to, to prosperity. Let's hear what the gubernatorial candidates have to say, starting with Zanetti. Yep. Uh, uh, again, randomized by the Legos, by the Legos. Uh, Mr. Zanetti pulled number one for this. Uh, Greg Zanetti, quote, yes, close quote. Uh, moving on to Mr. Block. That was that was short and succinct. Uh, Mr. Block, uh, Commissioner Block, quote, yes, I am open to that commission. As for unions, the Supreme Court ruled in Janus that public unions are right to work. I am the only candidate running for governor and the first county commissioner in the history of the state that passed right to work at the county level, close quote. Number two. Um, Moving on, number three, uh, Mr. Mr. Ronchetti, uh, quote, the political elites have done very well under MLG, and that's especially true among her political appointees in state government. At a time when 40% of small businesses were closing for good because of her draconian lockdowns and families were struggling to make ends meet, MLG gave massive pay raises to her political appointees. Regarding labor issues generally, I'm a strong supporter of right to work, and paycheck protection laws, close quote. Oh, okay. So I like three's answer, but it's not direct enough because experience usually trumps everything else. Obviously, uh, the number one answer from Zanetti, we love that, uh, but not as much as I like the experience and the proof of uh, Jay Block's experience. So we are now through three questions, if I may rate such a thing. This is really good, actually. I'm starting to like this. The I hope it goes down to the very end. I don't even know if it does. Jay Block uh, wins uh, question number three, as far as I'm concerned, because he uh, went directly to Janice, more than right to work, and talked about his experience and what he's done. Uh, Jay Block gets question three. So Zanetti to question one, Ron Kennedy to two, and... Uh, Let's see, we've got Jay Block on number three. And I would just say this, uh, no need to qualify any of the other candidates. They failed to respond to 
that. So four through ten, I would appreciate if you don't mention any of the other candidates. Mm, wow, uh, I, I think I agree with the idea on, on number three, and I think, like you said. Uh, Displaying a knowledge of the Janus decision, talking about his work on labor freedom in the state. Uh, Jay hit that one really out of the park. Uh, number four, moving on. Question written by me. And again, you'll see once again, I am obsessed with Rebecca Dow. Uh, and if you want to do misogyny, uh, Eddie, I don't know if you noticed this right. Uh, today I wore for the people watching on our, our rockoftalk.tv. Uh, this is my official campaign polo shirt from the Linda McMahon for U.S. Senate campaign in 2010 when I worked on her campaign in Connecticut trying to keep uh, Richard Blumenthal out of office. The only political candidate I have ever worked for in my life. It, it is a woman. So uh, yeah, try, try to make some kind of misogyny claim. That's a good one, folks. Uh, number four, written by D. Dowd Muska, the question, quote, do you favor the phasing out of New Mexico's income tax? Close quote. All right, we're going to go Zanetti, Ronchetti, and Block in order. <laughs> uh, <laughs> He's giggling. He's giggling. Here we go. I love how direct this is. We literally just got done with tax day. And I, it's almost like, uh, short of asking these guys what their tax statements look like, we're getting it. Uh, this is let, let's feel it. Let's feel the burn here on this tax week. You're never going to get these kind of questions from Tessa Mentos, ladies and gentlemen. All right, number uh, the first response to question number four about the income tax, General Zanetti, quote, yes, close quote. Uh, he favors the, the, the uh, elimination, the phasing out of the income tax. Uh, again, a man of few words, those military types. That's why I like working with military types. Uh, Mr. Ronchetti, uh, his answer, quote, I will be rolling out my tax cut proposal in the coming weeks, and it will call for not only a reduction in the personal income tax, reduction, he didn't say elimination, uh, but also cutting other taxes. There is no way our government should be spending at record levels and not have the people and businesses of the state see some tax relief, close quote. Hmm, curious. Uh, Mr. Block, number three, uh, would you favor the phasing out of the income tax? Uh, Commissioner Block, quote, I do, but I want to see a cost-benefit analysis first. I also want our economic development team to meet with potential industry partners to see if they would be willing to relocate to New Mexico if we eliminated the state income tax and other regulations that oh, come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. Come on, Jay. You could do better. Oh, that's a bad answer. Um, I like the answer, the way that it starts. But anytime you start uh, deciding to come up with, uh, I don't know, groups or uh, analyses or cost benefit, it's all the same stuff we've got in the past. I happen to like... Um, Ron Ketty's uh, response, but I don't like it as much as I could possibly like it because it sounds to me like, I don't know, it's more of a plan, uh, whereas we just need to have an outright removal altogether. I apologize there for more of the background. It's in a, you know, I guess a crime-ridden place. Um, one of the things I will say about Greg Zanay's answer, short, succinct, yes, I want to remove it. What do we know? There's ten, nine states, could have been 10. This would have been a great time to introduce the concept of Mississippi. Yep. Oh, what happened? If any of our candidates were actually familiar with Mississippi, listen to uh, our uh, thoughts on that, why Mississippi chose not to adopt it. And then uh, give a uh, cost comparison between Tennessee, Nevada, Texas, you know, all the various states that don't have an income tax, how much they've grown and give us a red state, blue state, um, you know, sort of positioning and how New Mexico could get better. I think we could have also, if they would have gone a cut deeper and um, talk about the amount of money that we received 
just this year alone, Dowd, which is very interesting, $27.1 billion, and how that could have accounted for is anywhere between five to eight years yes. of income tax that we could have collected and how to say, hey, immediately on day one, I will uh, sunset uh, uh, the income taxes for eight years, a period of eight years until um, you know, we have a, a good assessment as to whether or not it's going to attract businesses. That would have been the best and most responsible way to go about it. Uh, Greg, I think, leaves himself open uh, to that. I'm interested to see what uh, both Ron Ketty and Jay McCluskey have to say about it uh, coming from that end. That's going to be exciting. Uh, so I want to see what Ron Ketty's plan is. I got to say, I'm looking forward to talking to Ron Ketty about this. Um, Jay Block, boy, anytime you put a commission together, trying to figure out cost benefit, all that. Like we've had way, way too much of that uh, from the concern. Remember, we're picking a conservative. We're picking a Republican. Um, I'd have to give the edge on that with the one word answer to Greg Zanetti. Yes. Eliminating taxes, uh, income tax altogether. I think uh, I know Greg is smart enough to go ahead and come with that. So uh, Zanetti two, Ron Ketty one, block one on this uh, through four questions. Let's go next. Okay, number five. This is where things get a little complicated, and, and I'm sure this is where the, uh, the paranoia of Re Rebecca Dow started to uh, kick in. This is a question about the Energy Transition Act. Now, Rebecca Dow was in the legislature. She was up for a vote on this piece of legislation. Now, I did not include this because uh, she was in the legislature at the time. I included this because this is an enormous piece of legislation that's going to do and has already done enormous harm to our economy. Uh, and there was pretty substantial in this on the Senate side, the New Mexico Senate, Republican support for this. So uh, I'm going to read you the question, and then I'm going to explain how I had to add a phrase in this question when I sent the question to Rebecca Dow, because the question couldn't be phrased perfectly the same to her because she was actually in the legislature at the time. So let me read you the question that I uh, sent to the other candidates, and then I'll read the phrase that I had to add when it was sent to Rebecca Dow. Number five, quote, in 2019, eight Republican state senators voted for the Energy Transition Act. Government mandates for green power have been shown to drive the price of electricity higher. One recent study uh, by the University of Chicago uh, found a 12-year rate hike of 17%. Were your fellow Republicans wrong to vote for the ETA, and when I submitted this question to Representative Dow, I added another phrase, comma, and why are you listed as voting absent on this piece of legislation? Uh, Eddie, I don't see that as being as targeting her. She just happened to be in the legislature at the time. The other guys and the other gal were not in the legislature at the time. So uh, I, I don't know how I could do a better job than I did on that. I couldn't just simply ignore uh, the fact that she was there uh, and she took a pass on it. So uh, I don't. Well, see she wasn't. She wasn't there. Yeah. Let me let me address this on behalf, and I want this to be the very last time we mention Rebecca Dow. Uh, Rebecca Dow doesn't deserve to be mentioned with the other three candidates on this. If you if you don't mind me saying, uh, to be um, fair to both Jay Block and Mark Ronchetti and Greg Zanetti, I think this is the last time we mentioned Rebecca Dow. I did have the conversation with her, asked her about the Energy Transition Act. Uh, the votes for the ETA were already overwhelming, so she decided not to just skip it. She had something else to do. Uh, we can go back and roll tape on that, but that's 
the official response, I, I believe, uh, from her. So she did not vote for the ETA or the Energy Transition Act. Uh, there was some some other agenda that was there, and the votes were already in. So that was the response uh, directly from her. Let's go roll. To, let's go to the um, uh, answers on question five. Remember, Zanetti two, Ronchetti one, Block one uh, here on the uh, questions coming from D. Muska, who is not a Republican and who is not not a conservative doubt go ahead yes uh, again the question is were your fellow republicans wrong to vote for the energy transition act we're going to start here with ron ketty once again picked at random via the lego system uh mark ron ketty quote it was wrong for republicans to vote for the eta and it was wrong for one of my primary opponents to skip that vote after repeatedly voting in favor of green energy subsidies the ETA is nothing more than MLG's Green New Deal in New Mexico and is one of the most outrageous pieces of legislation passed during her term, particularly because she did it on the backs of working families, close quote. Um, I'll just stop right here, Eddie. I, I'm shocked that uh, a, a mainstream candidate like Ron Ketty would be boom, firm, firm boom. enough on that. That was quite that was quite a good answer. That <laughs> was that was pretty strong. I'm not going to lie. I mean, Mark came out. Called her, uh, called her out on it. Uh, I would say, Mark, uh, in terms of winning, uh, when you crush your enemy, crush them entirely, top to bottom. Uh, it's best to call them out by name. Uh, but, you know, we got time to work on those types of things. Good answer there with uh, Mark Roncati. Who's next? Uh, Mr. Block is next. Uh, quote, uh, once again, the question, were your fellow Republicans who voted for the ETA wrong to make that vote? Quote, Jay Block, they were absolutely wrong, and Representative Dow didn't even have the courage to vote against it. She walked off the floor so she would not be on record. When you are a representative, you vote. If she doesn't have the courage to vote against ETA, she cannot be trusted as governor. Same with Mr. Ronchetti, who has attended climate change summits and is on record to end oil and gas. This is not the leadership we need as a strong governor. ETA is a train wreck for lower income New Mexicans who will struggle to pay their higher utility bills while also suffering from the highest inflation in 40 years, close quote. All right, bravo. Good job, Jay Block. You did a great job. The only thing I would say is uh, be more clear about your details. Uh, Mark Ronchetti did not attend a green energy summit. Uh, what Mark Ronchetti did is he spoke to a green energy group at the University of New Mexico. So okay. uh, be more specific about how you address that. Uh, the phrasing, I think, is important. But all in all, I'd probably pretty much give it a pretty even. Zanetti's answer is? Uh, again, the let me let me let me repeat the question. We're we're moving quickly. Uh, were your fellow Republicans wrong to vote for the ETA? General Zanetti's answer: "Quote, yes." Close quote. <laughs> okay. Again, we're dealing with a man of few words. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to have to. I hate to say this, but uh, both Ron Ketty and and uh, Block get the half point on that. I appreciate the brevity and the quick response time from uh greg zanetti um but i will not be giving that one uh, to him i think to, in all fairness so i think we have two for zanetti one and a half for uh ron ketty and one and a half for jay block that uh, puts us 
at a uh, full five, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, here in the Kiva. 350, or excuse me, 451 right here in the Kiva. Thanks, everybody, for uh, tuning in. Let's go through the next five. Doubt, feel free to take your time uh, on these questions. This is important. I got to say, I'm really enjoying it. Thanks for the time that you spent. Uh, thanks for, I think, the uh, discipline in which you approached it as well. I think that's important. I think a lot of people are appreciating this. And, you know, I get to weigh in as well because, uh, you know, I did not see these questions. One of the candidates sent them to me. And I'm like, I was literally telling that person, I said, don't take any of these personally. You've got to answer these things. It's just like I told you prior to us talking, Dad, I've had no conversations with you. These are your questions. This is what you want to do. And this is your floor. Um, but I told Dowd, I said, if they don't approach it in the same way that I approach the barrel race, which is direct, off the cuff, and they don't know these answers, then they're not capable of being the next governor of the state of New Mexico. And that's important. You wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't be. Oh, by the way, uh, Florida's governor just signed the Stop Woke Act. Yeah. Yeah. Just another another Friday for DeSantis there. Boy, I'm, I'm, I'm prouder and prouder by the Despite the market falling and all the rest of the stuff. We've got Ron DeSantis in Florida. So two to Zanetti, one and a half to Ron Ketty, one and a half to Jay Block. Uh, question numero seis. Yeah, uh, number six. And I just, parenthetically, folks, I had no idea that Proctor Aragon uh, is willing to uh, award half credit, which is really, I think, displays a lot of flexibility on his part. And I, you know, it's just, you know, another facet of the Eddie Aragon personality. <laughs> that we all, uh, just, just well, I don't want to give anybody... <laughs> I think it would be bad if I gave them, it's sort of like the scoring, if you started awarding points that, you know, like, there's only so much of a pie, there's only 100% of the votes, we can't award beyond 100% of the votes, so I think, you know, both Jay Block and uh, Mark Ronchetti on that last question, I think, did really, really good. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I, I happened to, you know, the only thing I corrected Jay on uh, Jay Block uh, was on the fact that he uh, didn't know exactly where Ron Ketty did. And this is where details matter. This is where you get called out on debates. We've been covering debates for how long? And if you don't know the nuance and the grilling that can go on, as five pundits get a hold of your answer, and if you're not able to think about those five pundits when you give your answer, you're not capable of being president, you're not capable of being governor, you got to be adept at answering these questions on the fly and be able to defend your position with the confidence and the certainty to know that you've studied you have to know the answers to these particular questions before the, the the question is even asked i hate to say this but you you sort of have to be the smartest man of the room doubt oh absolutely and I, I won't say any individual's name eddie but uh if you have a hard time with these questions uh and you want to be the nominee running against the mlg political machine backed with every major institution in the state yeah right She's going to rip you apart. Michelle hey, Lujan pieces. Grisham is, she don't care. Like, if if we don't have iron sharpening iron here on the right side of the aisle, we're in deep trouble. We're, we have to skirt things. And, and this is a part of the problem uh, with the Republicans for, for, since the very beginning. So we had too many people trying to protect them and making too many excuses. Excuses are the worst things that you can do for your political candidates. All right, number six. Number six, uh, written by D. Dowd Muska open-ended question, as you'll, you'll see momentarily, again, completely obsessed with Rebecca Dow. Number six, quote, name three state programs, agencies, departments, commissions, etc., you would eliminate as governor, close quote. We're going to kick things off here, uh, again, according to the Lego system, Mr. Ronchetti pulled a number one response here. Uh, Mark Ronchetti, quote, 
Again, the political elites in this state have done very well under this governor, including massive pay raises to her political appointees. It's certainly time for a review to see what programs are truly benefiting hardworking New Mexicans. One major reason state government has grown is because MLG has taken revenue from the oil and gas industry and used it to create a new, uh, create new government programs and spending all while opposing the industry. The real way to check that growth is to return those surplus dollars back to the people. That's why I will implement a dividend program similar to Alaska, where a portion of oil and gas revenues will be returned to the people in the form of a dividend payment every year. Whoa. Whoa. Make, make, what? Making news, making news today. What? Yes. Yeah. Hey, bravo, Mark. This is good. I like this one. This is creative out of the box, uh, something that nobody else is doing. And I think what Mark is doing that's really important here, good job, Mark. I really like your answer. Um, one, you're educating us. Two, you're, you're throwing something new for us to think about, which is always good. And I think the reason why this is an exciting answer, uh, this is a very exciting answer, in fact, is uh, I, I got to say, I was like, BS, right from the very beginning, is a dividend. What are we talking about dividend? And then immediately, the very part that he was weakest on was when he came out and where Jay's hitting him on the climate stuff. Well, how is he going to get to that point? See, he's already thought about the answer, or him and you know McCluskey and the, their group have thought about the answer. What's the answer? Grow oil and gas again in the state of New Mexico. Bravo. God, that was just a tremendous answer. Uh, that's a powerful answer because there's more there than I think that most people can really understand. So good job on Mark Ronchetti for doing uh, that thing. And I think it sort of uh, covers up his weak spots on that. And I do have to say one thing. Mark did text me last night. He's been very responsive. Uh, one of the other candidates is stating that he's not responsive. I'd heard otherwise. The guy wants the job, man. I don't know what else I can possibly tell you, but uh, coming up with uh, pretty good answers, uh, you know, I, I got to say, um, Ron Ketty is very interested in this job, and they're they're doing what they can. You cannot fault somebody who's trying to uh, win the job the way that he's trying to do it. I gotta I gotta give him credit on that. So, okay, who's next? Uh, Mr. Block, Commissioner Block is next, uh, answering this question relating to uh, the elimination of waste fraud, abuse, what programs are you going to eliminate? Uh, J Block, quote, I would eliminate Rail Runner and look at other agencies and commissions that are wasteful to the taxpayer like Rail Runner. I would look at shrinking and combining the following. PED, that's the Public Education Department, with higher ed, which what I assume is the higher education department, uh, Workers' Compensation Administration with Workforce Solutions, State Personnel Office with Human Services Department, uh, Department of Homeland Security and Emergency Management with Department of Public Safety. We will look for overlap and inefficiencies and eliminate them immediately, close quote. Jay, come on, man. That is a great answer, buddy. Good job, Jay Block. That's a great answer. That is a great answer. Right up until the part where you start coming up with these ideas about uh, <laughs> what studies and, you know, just stop that. Uh, I got to say, that's really good. And he's very, very specific about which agencies that he would get rid of. And that, I think, is really important. I'd probably say that Jay, listen to your question, Jay Block, listen to your question 
a little bit better than Ronchetti. Ronchetti yep. has a creative out of the box, but he placed it in that one. Oh, I'm I'm hedging here, but I'm I'm dare I say I might be I might end up giving this to Jay Block. I might end up because he actually said the agencies that he's doing. Although I love Ronchetti's answer on the Alaska stuff. All right, let's go to uh, Zanetti. Uh, final answer for uh, three state agencies, commissions, departments, bureaucrats that you would eliminate as governor. Uh, General Zanetti, quote, neuter the public education department, privatize spaceport, and eliminate railrunner, close quote. Okay, that's very specific. I think uh, of any of those that are doable, I think it's going to be what Zanetti said, because uh, all three of those can be done. I think pretty much day one, it walks in. I mean, uh, do we now have the PRC underneath the governor, uh, right? So oh, yeah. Uh, that would, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Spaceport, that is immediately underneath the State Investment Council. And what was the other one? The PED, well, that's where uh, a third of our budget goes. Yeah. A lot of yeah. Oh, wow. But I like all three of those. <sighs> all right, I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold out on uh, number six. I've got to hold out. I'm, I'm thinking about. I'm. Th I'm gonna start piecing that. I like. I, I. I'm gonna go four three three on these. So I got to write these down. Uh, right now, each of them get a third. I like uh, Ron Ketty's out of the box thing. No, I do. Yeah, yeah. These are different. I th I'm just trying to be fair in regards. I really like the fact that Jay Block was. I think he was going beyond the three agencies practicality can you read jay block's answer one more time oh uh, yeah sure uh quote i would eliminate railrunner and look at other agencies and commissions that are wasteful to the taxpayer like railrunner i would look at shrinking and combining the following number one ped with higher ed number two the workers compensation administration with workforce solutions number three the state personnel office with human services department number four the department of homeland security and emergency management with the department of public safety uh, we will look for overlap and inefficiencies and eliminate them immediately close quote. all right here, here's what i'm gonna do half another half point to uh jay that puts him at two and I give a quarter point to Ron Ketty and Zanetti apiece. Uh, Zanetti could have been a little bit more elaborate in what he was talking about. So I think that puts uh, Z uh, Zanetti at 2.25. It puts um, Block at two point, two point flat, I think, if I'm not mistaken. And I think it puts uh, Ron Ketty at 1.75 with three questions left. So uh, first, second, third through the questions. I will say that there is something that is going to be weighted in all of this uh, if you will joe monahan if you're listening you should pay attention to what i'm talking about here i think this is an important thing 2.25 to 2 to 1.75 it's really money talks and right now i think the weight uh seems to be is like ron ketty if he can refine just a little bit of what what, what he's doing and what he's hearing from some of the other candidates you know, it's again, I think going to be his to lose, but he is trailing in these responses, but barely, just barely by half a point to uh, Greg Zanetti and a quarter point to Jay Block. Uh, let's do the last two. Uh, we are last three, sorry, four actually, seven, eight, nine, and ten. Uh, we we're at number seven right now, and again, we're going to get back to the Rebecca Dow stuff. Um, oh, I'm sorry, uh, particular who, stuff. who, um, who, I, who, listen. who, yeah, who? Uh, I don't know what we're talking. They did not respond. Any Ethel or Rebecca didn't, and I'm trying to hold you to this, Dow, so I'm going to okay, be kind of okay. rough on you. I, I love your questions, I love everything, but don't let the people who didn't respond or didn't give us. You know what really is i think a certain level of disrespect you know uh, i don't think we should be even acknowledging them at this point they didn't acknowledge us 
I think it's unfair to Zanetti, Block, and Ronchetti to acknowledge the other two candidates at this point. So understood. let's continue with the last part, if you don't mind. Yeah, so. no, understood. Um, th this question relates to the spaceport, which is one of the greatest corporate welfare boondoggles in the history of this or any other state, uh, all other states. Uh, number seven, and I'm going to read uh, word for word. Many Republicans in the legislature have been enthusiastic supporters of Spaceport America. In a state with some of the worst socioeconomic outcomes in the nation, was it wise to hand a billionaire more than $200 million in taxpayer revenue, revenue to support his highly speculative business? Um, you know, people know me in the spaceport. I, I, you think I'm going to do 10 questions and not talk about the spaceport? Okay. Uh, General Zanetti drew the top straw on this one. Um, his, his answer, uh, <laughs> I, I think I know why Eddie's laughing. Uh, was it wise to hand a billionaire $200 million? Uh, General Zanetti, quote, no, close quote. <laughs> Moving on to the uh, the next uh, order of ranking here, uh, uh, again, at random, uh, Mark Ronchetti, quote, the better path to economic prosperity is to lower taxes and cut regulations overall and allow every small business or larger business the opportunity to compete and grow. There are too many political pet projects that attempt to pick winners and losers. Unfortunately, it's the New Mexico taxpayers who too often lose. There has to be a return on investment for any project, and the spaceport is no different, close quote. Bravo, bravo. Not bad, there not we bad. Go. That's good. Yeah. Um, although it shouldn't have been built even if we did have a return on investment. I could nitpick, but I, I won't. I will move on to Commissioner Block. Um, well, uh, I think to be fair, but I think to be fair, this was an investment. So we should treat it on its origination as to what it was. I mean, this is money that's been apportioned uh, to get an ROI, and it wasn't. And I think the fact that he, he's directly acknowledging the purpose without trying to change it. I mean, regardless of what you and I think of what the state or should and shouldn't be involved in if it was you're just taking it at that baseline level and i think uh, you know ron Ketty's answer is preferable to zanetti's at this point yeah and, and holding the people responsible who couched this as uh, an economic development initiative and five thousand jobs that you know have not happened and will, will never happen all right final response we're asking uh, the candidates if they thought uh handing 200 million dollars in taxpayer revenue to a british billionaire and i would add euro trash huckster uh was a good idea commissioner block quote no, this has been a cesspool of corruption, and Rebecca Dow has been part of this cabal. This has been a huge loss to the taxpayers, and I will not support the corruption that New Mexico taxpayers have had to swallow, close quote. So I would probably say at this point, Zanetti doesn't get any uh, points on this particular answer. It's a one-word answer. I think it's pretty easy. They all said no across the board. Um, I think Jay, I don't know how much he's been involved on the campaign trail in terms of hitting Rebecca on this, but I'm assuming he has. He's been hitting her, uh, no doubt, on, on Virgin Galactic. I would probably say that um, <sighs> I'm going to give half and half. Uh, I hate to say it, but again, I think half and half. Half to Jay on this. I like the fact that he calls out Rebecca. He's willing to call out. I don't know how true that is, uh, but I would say, given what you've covered, uh, Dowd, I would say it's pretty true, you know. And we, of course, saw the universe or the New Mexico State University interview. So two and a half for Jay Block. I think at two point two five for uh, Ron Ketty and two point two five, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, for Greg Zanetti. So we've got ourselves a tight one here, folks. Seven questions in, uh, two and a half for Jay Block, 
2.25 and 2.25 apiece for Zanetti and uh, Ron Ketty with three questions to go. This is exciting. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, this is an exhibition, not a competition, so please, no wagering. Uh, number oh, eight. no, there's a competition, <laughs> always competition. On a Friday <laughs> afternoon? Oh, this is wonderful. I love this. Thank you for putting this together, Dr. Go ahead. Just, uh, eight, just, nine, and ten. Just a callback to Letterman back in the 80s, back when he was good. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, and Eddie, just from, from speaking from my perspective, if I could let somebody else write the Friday uh, uh, post on rockoftalk.chat, uh, you know, take the day off, you know, I'll, I'm, I'm, uh, I'll do this for every race in the state in 2022. Uh, there you go. Eight, I like quote, that. That's good. Is it proper, and this is late, uh, I, I will preface this question by saying this is something I work a lot on. I track it almost every day in New Mexico. It drives me out of my mind. So I have a lot of investment in this. And as you'll see when I read you the exact quote, Totally obsessed with Rebecca Dow. Totally obsessed with Rebecca Dow. Number eight, quote, is it proper for local, state, and quasi-government entities to use taxpayer dollars to influence the legislature either directly or via hired lobbyists? Close quote. Uh, this is a catastrophic problem in New Mexico, ladies and gentlemen. They use your tax dollars. They hire full-time, they fire lobbying firms. They hire individual lobbyists. They belong to various, you know, the, the national or the New Mexico you know, Municipal Association and the New Mexico Association of Counties. Those are lobbying organizations. The dues that governments pay to belong to those organizations come out of your pocket, your pocket. And in some levels of government in New Mexico, they hire lobbyists to go to Washington and get money. So this is government using taxpayer money to lobby for more taxpayer money. Some states have actually banned this practice, uh, Texas being being one of them. So I'm obsessed with this issue. I take it very, very personally. And uh, now we're going to see the answers. We're going to kick things off with Mark Ronchetti's answer about government-funded lobbying, i.e. taxpayer-funded lobbying. Quote, Government agencies should not be able to hire lobbyists. Lobbying on behalf of a government entity is the responsibility of elected. That's it uh, for him. Uh, number two, Mr. Block, uh, Commissioner Block. And, uh, hey, uh, Dowd, can you repeat that one more time? It's sped up and it, it slowed down. Can oh, you repeat sure. Mark Ronchetti's answer one more time for me? I apologize. Right. Uh, tax, tax dollars for lobbying purposes, uh, government lobbying, government. Uh, taxpayer money lobbying for more taxpayer money. Uh, Mark Ronchetti's response, quote, government agencies should not be able to hire lobbyists. Lobbying on behalf of a government entity is the responsibility of elected officials, close quote. Okay, next. J Block, Commissioner J Block. And uh, Eddie, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to color, I'm going to muddy the waters here. I'm going to color the waters. I'm going to say out of the 30 responses that I've reviewed from these candidates, 10 each, this is far and away the worst response and incredibly disappointing. Quote, we use lobbyists in Santa Fe and Washington, D.C. to advance for our county. Thanks to our lobbyists in Santa Fe and Washington, we were able to advocate for a new and much needed veteran cemetery and other infrastructure funds to repair roads, bridges, and also receive funds for our first responders in regards to much needed equipment, close quote. All right, next. Jay's all in. Greg Zanetti, quote, no, close quote. <laughs> all right, well, uh, <clears throat> Ron Ketty, uh I'll give Ron Ketty a 0.75 on this. Okay. Um, I'm going to have to give him the full point. I mean, I can't see right. Well, why not? I, I mean, I, I get where, you know, Zanetti's coming from. No, I'm going to, I'm going to give Ron Ketty 0.75. One of the reasons I'm going to give a quarter point to Zanetti uh, is going to be just because I know Greg 
and I know the way that he's answering this and he's like, no money for lobbyists and that should be good enough. And it's not the Providence to do it. It's a straightforward thing. And I do like the straightforwardness of that. And it's not because of, for lack of wanting from Ron Ketty's response at all. I think his response is pretty good. I like the way that great. I, I like the way that Ron Ketty starts out his answers. I think it's going to be good for the debates. Uh, if he should be able to go ahead and win the general outright, I think his approach is likable. Um, I got to say, I'm, I'm certainly, um, I'm surprised by, you know, the creative out of the box thinking that he's doing. I think it's great for this year, um, for sure, to come up with some newfangled ways of, of doing things. But um, I do like the fact that he's a slightly more verbose um, about things. And I use verbose just because I can't come up with another word. He just he's just a, a little bit more enunciated in how he approaches stuff. So I, I like that. But I'm going to give a quarter point to Zanetti. That puts uh, Zanetti at 2.5. It puts J, keeps Jay Block with his terrible answer at 2.5 uh, as well. And it puts Mark Ronchetti from 2.25 to 3. So 3 for Ronchetti, 2.5 to Zanetti, 2.5 for Jay Block. I hope I'm keeping all my uh, T's crossed and my I's dotted. Uh, I'm sure the listeners will check our math if there's any issue there, Eddie. Uh, we are coming up on the final two in the countdown. Uh, number nine, and this is a hot one, coming in hot, folks, uh, asked by D. Dowd Muska. Quote, should critical race theory be banned, B-A-N-N-E-D, in New Mexico government education? Close quote. Uh, General Zanetti drew the... the, the Couldn't you just word. ask the guys if uh, any of them has ever referred uh, to, at any point under a lie detector, if they've ever at any point gone into a meeting or had some sort of cocktail? It's like, you know, I have black friends. If they've ever used the phrase, you know, I have black friends, I would love to hear which one of these guys would ever have said it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, these are questions that easily Dow could have won. I mean, she could have, given what oh, yeah. she's introduced, but because she doesn't even deserve a mention in all this. These three guys decided to go ahead and ante up. Dow, uh, the response on critical race theory, this is going to be good. Yeah, I mean, critical race theory, of course, uh, again, demonstrating my obsession with, with Rebecca Dow asking a wide open question about critical race theory. Uh, the general drew the top uh, answer here, number one, in, in terms of order. Number one, uh, number two, Mr. Block. Number three, Mr. Ronchetti. Uh, general Zanetti, should critical race theory be banned? Quote, yes, close quote. Uh, we are really, we're really dealing with a, a Calvin Coolidge type. Uh, the, the, there's a story about Calvin Coolidge. I, I think when he was still uh, uh, governor of Massachusetts. Uh, I can't give Greg. I can't give Greg. I'm sorry. I can't give Greg any points. I don't care how well I know him. I, I, I believe that's his fifth answer. That's just one word. Is yeah. that fair? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Greg. I don't care how right on your answer is. You don't get any points here. Just you just can't. The, the military people are really bottom line people. <laughs> We're dealing with CRT, and I, half of our audience even now wants to know what CRT is. You're going to have to be the guy to explain it to them. And, and if you're impatient about it or you can't do it, you can't explain critical race theory. That's a problem. Uh, here we go. We got a toss-up. Two and a half, two and a half for Ron Ketty and – excuse me, for Zanetti and Block and three to Ron Ketty. Ron Ketty is uh, surprisingly might be able to steal this one. Let's see what we got here. I'd love to hear Ron well, Ketty's answer. Giving some hope to the general uh, – what I consider the best president of the last hundred years, uh, Calvin Coolidge. I believe it was when he was uh, uh, governor of Massachusetts before he became vice president and then uh, president. Calvin, one of the flinty New Englanders who don't really exist anymore. He was at a dinner party and some 
blowhard woman drunk out of her mind said something like, "Oh, Mr. Coolidge, people say I can't, I can't make you speak. I can, I can. I'm the one who can make you speak more than three words." And he looked at her and he said, "You lose." And then just walked away. Um, that's our, our wonderful uh, uh, President Coolidge. All right, so we know where the general stands. Uh, next up in the order was Mr. Block, Commissioner Block. Should critical race theory be banned in government schools? Quote: Absolutely. However. It was already passed under the Black Education Act, and every Republican voted for it. Close quote. <clears throat> Good answer. Good job, Jay. Good job, Jay. I'm calling out your own people. I mean, that's, that's great guts. answer. Um, that, that's guts. It might uh, be enough here. Let's see if we got a. Uh, all right, Ron Ketty. Let's see what Mark Ron Ketty's got up his sleeve. Quote. Be, besides big be, besides big forearms big bulging <laughs> oh, yeah. big bulging forearms <laughs> yeah mark versus the mountain all right let's go uh the weatherman uh, quote yes it should be banned we need to focus on teaching our children the basics like reading writing math and science rather than indoctrinating them in liberal ideology close quote okay I'd want him to say that. Let me think. Uh, repeat it again to me, but uh, I'm going to try and put it in. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think of Mark in his suit saying this, and I'm going to think of Jay, because this is important. This is like sort of like, all right, uh, so because we're three, two and a half, two and a half on this. I might wait to award these points. We might go back down to CRT, because this is, we're talking about Republicans. We're talking about conservatives. We're talking about guys you know, that are going to be carrying the Republican flag uh, in this year, 2022. CRT's being big. Repeat Mark's answer to me first. Okay. Uh, should CRT, critical race theory, be banned in New Mexico government education? Mark Ronchetti, quote, yes, it should be banned. We need to focus on teaching our children the basics like reading, writing, math, and science rather than indoctrinating them in liberal ideology, close quote. So I, I got to say, I like the unemotional way in which he approaches this. It's not my preference. It's not my style. It's not the way that I would go. I actually prefer more J style. But again, I'm thinking about for governor, it's like, you know, governor, yeah. yeah, exactly. Thank you. I am. I was like, you know, I was like, how would this come across while we're all, you know, hanging out uh, at uh, somebody's house? And I got to say that, that that's, that's pretty good. All right. Read me J blocks response again. Okay, uh, should CRT be banned in New Mexico government schools? Quote, absolutely. However, it was already passed under the Black Education Act and every Republican voted for it. Close quote. I'd want to know what Republicans voted for it, and I think Jay should also all call them, them out. All, but all that's, of them, all of them. Yeah, but <laughs> every, if everyone voted for it, 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 I'd almost want him to, okay. All right, I'm gonna hold. Uh, I'm gonna withhold the uh, points there. I feel like that ninth question should be tenth. So I'm gonna do uh, three. No points for Zenity on that one. Three, two and a half, two and a half. I will wait for those points to be rewarded. Let's see how good Jay's uh, and Zanetti's answer is compared to Ron Ketty's answer. And you kind of see what I'm doing here. This is good. It's this is this is Ron Ketty's to lose now. <laughs> It, 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 don't you think? No, I mean, he's, he's 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 definitely got points for the uh, question nine there. There's no doubt about it. But we'll see how good question ten is. And this really is a. Zanetti's got to hit it out of the park here. 
And Jay's got some convincing to do because that lobbyist question is so terrible. It's just so such a bad response that I don't, I don't fully, I don't like the pointing of the fingers as much as I think Jay thinks that we would like it. Does that make sense? I I think Jay would, I think Jay's playing to his audience. I think he's not giving me, he's not qualifying my and your intelligence enough in all this. I think we're a lot more balanced than that. We're not here with an ax to grind. We're here to win. You know, what's it going to take to, to beat Michelle Lujan Grisham? Ultimately, we want to judge these responses against who we think would get the best chance to win. And I like I like Ron Ketty's last response, although my style would be probably a little bit more similar to Jay's calling other people out. I would probably say the better answer and the, like, the one that I would most likely have given uh, would probably have been the one that Mark Ronchetti gave. As you know, the way that I ran my mayoral campaigns very differently than how uh, I talk on the radio. Uh, I think people should be aware of that. All right, let's do number 10. Number number well, and, 10. Eddie, and I, I think you're right, and our physicists' friends would say, you know, light is a particle and a wave. We're looking at this contest, in, in it has two levels of existence. Uh, on the one hand, it's, and I can see why Jay Block would say Republicans voted for this, because he wants to call out his own party party and, and carve himself out the, the the notion, the idea of that I'm the most conservative candidate. But as, as Eddie says, <laughs> you're also looking down the road at the general election where the, the playing field is altered a little bit so we you know it, it it's this is a this is a, there's a lot of moving parts to this but our last part in terms of our last question is number 10 there are uh none after this so this is number 10 of 10 written by uh, d dowd muska and another one of my little personal bugaboos quote the legislative finance committee in a 2017 report found that new mexicans have approximately 77 physical points of access to higher education throughout the state is the state uh, state's government university complex out of control? And given the system's dismal graduation rates, shouldn't fewer New Mexicans be going to college? Um, kind of a loaded question, and, and the political folks aren't used to thinking this way because for so many years they've been telling all the parents everybody should go to college. But there has been a gradual dawning of knowledge on this that this was we, we've gone down the wrong path, and we have focused so much on college to the exclusion of other useful skill development military, small business, the trades, that kind of thing. So that is why I asked this. Uh, and also our university system in New Mexico is basically a liberal indoctrination camp. It's not really a university system. And I have many, many files on that. If you if you, if you you doubt me, I can supply all the evidence for you. Uh, Mr. Ronchetti pulled the uh, the brown, uh, the brown Lego, or I'm sorry, the white Lego came out number one. So his answer is listed first. Uh, Mark Ronchetti, quote, we need to evaluate the entire higher education structure. Like any government entity, our public universities continually seek to grow and expand their footprints. Our focus needs to be on graduating students with degrees that will land them good, high-paying jobs. College isn't for everyone, and we need to provide more technical training opportunities and workforce-ready credentialing, close quote. Okay, next. Next one. Uh, General Zanetti drew a number two spot for this. Uh, quote, Bernalillo County has more attorneys than we have electricians in the entire state. College should be an option for our students, but we need more trade school and apprenticeship opportunities, close quote. All right, let's go to number three. Uh, Commissioner Block, rounding things out and rounding off our, our entire Q&A session today on this Friday afternoon. Commissioner Block, quote, this one-size-fits-all policy of preparing every student for college is a waste. 
not every student needs to go to college. We should be doing much more at the high school level to prepare students by providing them career tracks where they can receive hands-on experience in industry and the required academic learning in the schools. This type of system is used overseas and in some states, and we should adopt similar measures here in New Mexico. Bottom line, if higher education schools are not competing and are costing the taxpayer more than we are getting back, we should look at the economic benefits of keeping that institution open. Close quote. All right, this is easy. Uh, Ron Ketty wins it with four points. Okay. He uh, gets half a point on the last question, as does Jay Block. Uh, Ron Ketty also gets half a point on question nine, um, as does Jay Block. I would have generally, if we were talking more about the general, I would give uh, three quarters of that point directly. It should be 4.25 to Jay Block's, you know, 3.25 to Greg Zanetti's two and a half. Uh, that last answer there from Zanetti was just a half an, a half an answer that was there. So Ron Ketty, no matter which way you slice it, where we're playing into the general, we're playing in the uh, responses here. Um, uh, Ron Ketty treats us with being the people of seriousness that a lot of people haven't, uh, I think, really uh, looked at this campaign uh, with. I think there's, uh, if he's approaching this, like he approached his fundraising, like he approached his fundraising, consulting, or excuse me, I'm being redundant, I apologize, but uh, approach selecting his his uh, political consultant, etc. I think we, we put ourselves in a position when uh, ultimately I'd probably say 4.25 for Ron Ketty, if I'm being honest, 3.25 for Jay Block, and then 2.5 for uh, Greg Zanetti. Those are my final numbers. That's the final uh, way that it goes. I'm being as fair as I possibly can be. Uh, my candidate, if, if you will, if I was voting today, wouldn't have come out. But then looking at these answers, and thanks for doing this, Dowd, I think I would look at this maybe a little bit differently. Um, I think if you didn't respond to our uh, survey here or couldn't get it in on time, I think you'll probably treat the governor's uh, office probably very similarly. I appreciate that people work hard, they're tired, or they're running on an issue that is near and dear to the heart. Um, you're running a campaign, it's multifaceted, and there's a lot of people to please in all of this. And you can't please everyone, so you do have to please yourself. But the one thing is you will never do as you are governor, mayor, state representative, is you will never focus on pleasing yourself because we don't want to hire any more a-holes. And I think we'll leave it right there. Dowd, uh, hopefully you appreciated uh, the way that I addressed uh, this in all level of seriousness and evenness. Well, I love the way we did this, uh, Which way that you I, I, do it. It was absolutely great. And, and frankly, if, if you can give me 30 seconds on my own perspective, because I've been mostly silent, um, I, yes, was very, I was very pleasantly surprised by the Ron Ketty answers. I really expected that it would be very, very gooey, vague, poll-tested nonsense. Uh, it was not. I didn't like everything I, I read, but boy, I liked a heck of a lot of it. Uh, I've always said for months now, you know, I, I, there's no way I could vote for Rebecca Dow or, or Mark Ron Ketty in a general election. Obviously, I can't vote in the primary because I'm not a registered Republican. Uh, if I see more of this from Mark Ronchetti, I can vote for Mark Ronchetti in a general election. And I think, you know, one of the things that should happen, hopefully the Republicans can do a little bit of a takeaway on all this, is is I think we're doing this at, with some time uh, left. You know, there is a time for other candidates to find themselves outside the race and for other candidates to decide to incorporate what they've heard from other candidates into their answers. Ultimately, um, I hate to say this this way, I don't ever feel this way, but 
you're a salesperson. You have to prepare. It's a dog and pony show. You have to be on time. You have to be uh, punctual. You have to be able to uh, present it in a way in which is believable. And I think you have the ability with the organization behind you to follow through. Ron Ketty's presenting all of that at this point, doubt, you know, and uh, however he has felt about Trump or whatever, we have to find our, uh, put ourselves in the best position to win. Um, as much as I want that to be, you know, uh, Greg Zanetti or, you know, to a certain degree, another candidate, I will, I will tell you at this point, you know, Mark, uh, congratulations to you for winning this. You had time to prepare. You got your answer in. You can go out there and I think be proud of the fact that we've addressed this stuff. And I think that a lot of people, you know, are going to be able to learn a lot from what they've heard here. And, mm-hmm. you know, this isn't just, hey, they stood up there and, oh, he said that. And you took this jab and barb. It's easy to get up on. Well, at least it is for me. It's easy to get up on stage and say something and be quick on your feet. Because, you know, honestly, none of these guys would honestly want to face me. And I think I'm the best person to go ahead and evaluate these questions and this stuff. I'm just good at this, folks. This is what I do. Um, this is I do politics for a living. Dow does policy for a living. I mean, if we can help the Republicans and the conservatives on uh, and do this and evaluate this and take this with the level of seriousness that we took in approaching this, I think it's it's all the better for all of us. So. Uh, for educating you and you're getting some information, you're going to get this, uh, you know, basically from no other place. I'm glad that I didn't have to hop a plane because I was able to do this l- little little piece. Uh, I'm sorry for all the gusty winds and all the terrible, uh, you know, broadcasting that's, uh, or I shouldn't say broadcasting, but the crosswinds and everything else that's going out there. But it's allowed us to go ahead and all this stuff. So we appreciate everybody tuning in right here into the Kiva on AMZ, ABQ.FM, Rock of talk.com down and i pm we're going to go ahead and replay a couple of the interviews you know one from my son uh which i thought was amazing i i, I loved it so much i played it twice so we'll just leave it. take us out eric and we'll see you uh, i'll be uh, back in the studio tomorrow for dr william summers uh for his live broadcast but uh, uh i think we all should be pretty happy i'm not going to say happy earth day um you know whatsoever because this is the day that we put the nail in the coffin in the new mexico economy um, by uh, nailing down the Energy Transition Act in uh, 2045. Eric, great job this week. Thank you all for uh, putting up with the random noise levels and everything like that. But we're going to continue to take this show on the road, much like Rush Limbaugh did when he first started. Does anybody even remember when Rush Limbaugh traveled the country to get the word out on what he was doing and talking to people? The late, great Rush Limbaugh. Nobody will ever be as good as him, but that's exactly what I'm doing right now is I'm just trying to honor the man who has created an opportunity for us to talk about these issues in this uh, great country. See you bright and early tomorrow at 1130 for Dr. William Summers program. And I'll see everybody else at 4 p.m. on Monday.